What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast brought to you by Big City Wings. Shout out to Big City Wings, Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. They have daily specials. Go check them out. They've got 13 locations in the Houston area, and they're opening their 14th here pretty soon. So shout out to Big City Wings. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. And thank you to Celebrity Mint. Go check out CelebrityMint.com to see graded legal tender collectibles of Ric Flair, Mike Tyson, and more at CelebrityMint.com. Dot com and follow them on social media at the celebrity mint i am joined always by the what we learn houston rockets edition king fresh off a of poop henderson loss in houston josh garcia how we doing bud uh could be better uh the poop henderson shit show was great he shot four for 12 uh was absolutely him and amen thompson were just playing their hearts out uh amen more so in the better way uh less efficient way they, they were both very inefficient uh Jer- jeremy grant uh just tore my heart out of my body um off the backboard buzzer beater felt like he took four steps but like i looked at it again and i was like this is this isn't fair this is a fine play um it was terrible sitting sitting in the in the sting you know the sting gif on twitter whenever somebody yeah that that, that was me i was in the sting gif seats uh had a great time though the seven dollar tickets after fees uh shout out uh unnamed uh ticket person ticket people uh they don't pay us so uh love them though but I, yeah, it was cool. Got to see my fourth Rockets game of the year. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was all right. How you doing? Um, you know, in the first half, if you asked me this last night, uh, those Suns and Mavs rivalry week, I was doing pretty good. Luca was torching the the Suns. He was talking a lot of shit. Um, he continued to talk shit the rest of the game. It didn't matter if we were down twenty or not. Um, yeah, I, I was very disappointed. But it's fine. You know, it's yeah. a new day. I got hockey on tonight. We've got all-star selections on tonight. Yes, yes. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. But before we get into all of that, let's talk about the 27 different things that have happened since we recorded last. Because, of course, every time. It's always the night after where a bunch of crazy mm-hmm. shit goes down. So mm-hmm. get, let's get after it. Yeah, we'll, we'll lead off with uh, Terry Rozier. Welcome to Miami. Sure. Uh, shout out to Will Smith. Uh, Terry Rozier is traded from the Charlotte Hornets to the Miami Heat for Kyle Lowry and a first-round pick in 2027, which yeah. – it's lottery protected, and if it doesn't convey that year, it'll convey in 2028. Uh, Miami gets their guy, a guy that's going to help their team out tremendously, I think. Um, good ball handler to have, good good offensive uh, firepower to have, and he's like six foot one with a six foot eight wingspan. Prototypical Miami Heat player, of course, fits perfectly. <laughs> fits perfectly in their organization. Eric Spolstra is going to coach him up, and he's going to be even better. I know his three point percentage is down, but good trade for Miami. Didn't give up terribly much. Like mm-hmm. I saw Hornets fans asking for. Jaime Hawkins Jr. or Tyler Hero or someone else in return. No, and no. That, you're going to have Kyle Lowry in a first-round pick and like it. And you're going to love it. The, uh, 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 the PU all around, um, <laughs> respectfully. Um, Terry Rozier is going to be a guy in Miami where you're going to see his usage just die. And, of course, he's going to become a little more efficient. But I'm, I don't really see him averaging more than 15 in, in his tenure there. In his tenure there. Uh, being a main guy in Charlotte, I feel like almost anybody can do that at this point. I mean, especially when Lamella Ball was hurt for damn near half the season. So his numbers are a little inflated, which should have reflected on the trade value, but it seemed like it really didn't. So maybe the Heat knew something that we didn't know. But as for right now, the sure, the Terry Rozier trade will make them better, but I don't see it taking them over the hump versus, you know, Boston, Philly, Milwaukee. We'll get to Milwaukee later, but man, a lot of stuff this week for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just it's a prototypical Heat player. I think he fits the culture. He's going to roll right into those Heat culture jer- uh, jerseys and fit right in. Um, 
And Eric Spolstra, if anyone else is at the helm of this team, it's the 36-win team max. Like, they're just not very good. But somehow, some way, Miami just figures it out every single year. They're going to end up in the Eastern Conference Finals, no doubt about it. Like, it's just going to happen. This is the world that we live in, that the Miami Heat are just better than everyone else when it gets down to it. Jimmy sure. Butler doesn't give a fuck about the regular season. At all. It's been like three years. It's been three years of this. I mean, Not you're, you're, yeah, no, I, I don't I don't understand what makes him just go in that mode. But when he gets in that playoff mode, goes off. Yeah, I mean, he, he's incredible. So, yeah, Miami makes it makes their first move. I think they have other moves up their sleeves. I don't think they have any more first rounders. Maybe they do like 2029. Maybe I doubt Ooh, it. But, nice. um, but they still have Tyler Hero. Uh, Duncan Robinson, they got they got stuff that they can move for another little small piece for the bench later on if they wanted to here in the next two weeks, really. But we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll move on from this. Shout out to Terry Rozier, Scary Terry in Miami. It's going to be fun. I think it's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. The big news, the thumbnail for this episode. Coach killer Giannis Antetokounmpo. Adrian Griffin has been fired after starting the season 30 and 13. Uh, Doc Rivers, in as head coach, signs the 27 season for $40 million. Welcome to Milwaukee. Welcome back to Milwaukee, really, Doc, after going to school at Marquette. Um, Yeah, Adrian Griffin, it it started off at the beginning of the season. I know you've got an article pulled up for us that you're going to, you know, dox them, basically. You're just going to, you're just going to put everything out on the table here on this podcast. But yeah, Adrian Griffin out, Doc Rivers in. That is three head coaches in about seven months. For the Milwaukee Bucks, this is insanity. I mean, you, you're seeing a superstar just completely lose track of what is important. I mean, the the Bucks can win 60 games, and they have they have they have no stability. And of course, sure, they won that ring against the Suns that year, which is very underrated finals. People, you know, people do forget. Uh, I I love that. I love that year. But uh, I, yeah. Anyway, uh, a- Adrian Griffin. So much has happened over the past couple of years, a couple of months. Uh, it all started with uh, Terry Stotts uh, and them getting into it uh, when Terry Stotts was pretty much just strictly brought in to, you know, coach up Damian Lillard, uh, get yeah. paid two hundred fifty thousand a year or whatever assistants make or maybe a hundred k. I don't know, just to coach Damian Lillard. Um, but there is there is okay. I'm not going to go through all nine of these, but there is nine different reasons according to CBSSports.com that Adrian Griffin is just not not the guy. So, like I no. said, it all started with Terry Stotts. Uh, you kind of had this moment after, and, and this is all kind of recollection-based, which I could obviously read on the article, but that's not fun. So I'm going to go impromptu style. Um, the Rockets played the Bucks one game, and Giannis kind of had – really the whole team had an issue with this defensive scheme that they were running, not having Brooke Lopez kind of on this on this set. I, I can't exactly quote what it, what, what it was. I'm sure it's in the article here somewhere, but – um, Brooke Lopez was not playing up to what he should have been playing, and that was due to the coaches' schemes. Uh, Adrian Griffin and their extremely ran defense, ran through defense. I mean, they, they are just running up and down, playing playing these zones that are just killing you know people who you know maybe first, second, third year players who don't know how to deal with these fast set zones and these big double teams and all that. But like you deal with, you come with the veterans. I mean, there's there's going to always be somebody open there if you have a veteran point guard, veteran shooting guard running the helm. Um, so that was kind of their biggest uh, issue outside of the Terry Stotts thing was just um, them not being able to execute on defense. And we have made kind of jokes. We talked about it throughout the season very briefly, but, you know, because we can only watch so many Bucks games where we're, we're, we're league pass heads, but 
do I want to watch Giannis every every night? No, no, I'm I'm good on that. Um, Guarantee you, no. So no, I'm good. But there's been a lot of issues, a lot a lot of alleged issues as well. We don't have to necessarily get into it, but there is Reddit posts you can find. There's stuff threads on Twitter that you can find. This is all alleged. We have no idea if this is true or not. Apollo HOU does not condone anything said by these people. But Adrian Griffin, you are a free agent. Will you be ever hired again? I don't know. Uh, Doc Rivers, cannot wait to see you blow a 3-1 lead with Giannis at the helm. Giannis dropping a 50-bomb and still losing by 10 in Game 7. This is It's going to hit like crack. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Yeah, it, it was just a disaster from the start. It's yeah. like the first week of the season, and you can already hear players complaining about the defensive scheme and how they changed it because it was working under Budenholzer. And uh, Giannis, you killed him off. You you whacked him, um, yep. got rid of him. You liked his defensive scheme so much. Why didn't you just keep him? Exactly. When you have finals, I, I don't cool. know. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, it was maybe it was the wrong hire. Everyone was kind of surprised that it was the hire when it happened. Um, Nick Nurse, he turned Giannis turns Nick Nurse away, doesn't want to play for him, and now Nick Nurse is thriving in Philly in a situation where they had James oh, yeah. Harden at the beginning of the season. They trade him. They're doing incredible. Embiid is on MVP pace again, counting on those six games to be missed um, throughout the rest <laughs> of the season. I was waiting on it. Yep. TBD on that one. But yep. Adrian Griffin fired Doc Rivers in. It's uh, it's funny. This is a Bravo reality TV show. <laughs> this whole season has been like that. It's been incredible. Um, but yeah, Adrian Griffin fired good, rid- good riddance, I guess. No one liked you. There's a video pregame yesterday for the Bucks on Wednesday night and they're dancing in a circle like doing a whole chant and everything they're having a grand old time without you as head coach and I didn't see that Giannis yelling at equipment managers coaches defensive schemes earlier in the season after a Pacers lost thinking about the Pacers when you're getting freaky at night um, maybe all that's over maybe maybe you're fine with Doc Rivers maybe Doc Rivers gets you to the second round yeah yeah, that, that's that's all they could ever want at this point, winning 60 games and just or 55 and just <laughs> shitting it out. P.U. <laughs> this, this team stinks. Yeah, so Adrian Griffin's gone. Doc Rivers, that's three head coaches in like seven, eight months now for the Bucks. Uh, yep. It's funny. I laughed. I saw the news, and I was like, that's funny. <laughs> I don't want to see anyone lose their job technically, but it was funny. I laughed. Yeah. Um, we'll move on. So Monday night, I believe it was Monday night, Joel Embiid. MVP front runner scores 70 points against yeah. the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, in the most stat padding game that I've ever seen. Uh, there was a moment in the fourth quarter, uh, I was kind of league passing it up. I was watching uh, Daniel House get a get a, a, a kind of cut into the rim and get in the pass. Uh, he ended up blowing the layup or something, and the whole crowd just starts booing him. And I think that that was just the biggest kind of kind of show of what. Giannis's MVP season has been is just stat padding in the fourth. Like I like we mentioned on this pod, I saw it on MLK Day. He stayed into the game when there was a minute left and they were up 20, 22 points. And when they he could have easily gone out in the seven, seven, eight minutes and just, you know, not gotten injured, or even Tyrese Maxey wanted some extra points there. I'm like, it, I get that Nick Nurse is a is a player's coach in the in that sense. But it's just like I hate to I hate to sound corny and you know kind of old headish, but what's the point why are we why are we doing this like what what if we have a Derrick Rose kind of situation you know what I mean like I hate to I don't want to wish injury on anybody even players no. that I like but 
regardless, I mean, you're, you, you've seen in the past two weeks, I've seen in the past two weeks, Giannis, or uh, not Giannis, Joel Embiid just absolutely just put it on teams for no apparent reason. It, it felt like, you know, when, da- when Dan Tony would always take Harden out in the third quarter, in the early fourth quarter, it's like, yeah, Harden could have probably gotten 80 a couple nights, maybe four or five nights in that, in that eight, sure. nine year uh, tenure that he was with the Rockets. But dude, this is weird. Like I, I've never seen such inflation. It, it, it happens almost every night if they're up, you know, ten or more. Yeah. So I'm going to read you some stats from that game. Please. So Joel Embiid scored 70 points, 21 of 23 from the foul line. I get why he gets all the foul calls. He, he gets mauled all the time in the post. I, I get it. It just sucks that he's a free throw merchant and a flop merchant. Like that's how he gets a lot of his points. I know James yep. Harden used to do that, and that's why he got a lot of hate as well. Um, 21 of 23 from the free throw line. The stat that stuck out to me, there's two really. One of two from the three point. He scored 70 with scoring one three point. Wow. Wow. <laughs> he, was, he was getting the ball up and down every 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 single time. That, that's yeah. nuts. 20, 24 of 41 uh, field goal. Jesus. He had 18 rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block, one turnover. One turnover and one three. Uh, scoring 70 points is incredibly impressive. And I'm not going to hate on that because that's in, just in. <laughs> insane one turnover because you're having the ball every position possession at this point <laughs> right shooting 41 times with one turnover and only one three made is crazy he only took two threes yeah. he's 50 yeah. percent from three-point land um <laughs> the the last stat that i want to point out here was that he scored 70 points and was a plus minus of plus 11 that was it <laughs> man fuck that i i fuck i got nothing <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, you're only plus 11 and scored 70 points in a game where you won by 11 points. God, man, it's the opposite of the Scoot Henderson effect. It's incredible. But yeah, shout out to Joel Embiid, yeah. I guess. Like, whatever. Sure. Sure. Good good for your 70 points. But turns out everyone can do it. Turns yep. out. Yep. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, um, I mean, Dame Lillard, Devin Booker, it's just everyone. Uh, Donovan Mitchell scored 70. Like, everyone scores 70 nowadays. Well, let, 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 let's let's talk about a fraudulent 60, Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, that was next on the list. Perfect. <laughs> I was I was league passing it up, uh, and I saw Charlotte just lock in against Minnesota. Uh, Carl Anthony mm-hmm. Towns scored 44 at the uh, – at the halftime Half, mark, half uh, time. yeah, due to and and maybe due to in part of him hearing Aaron Eric Collins is that the uh, Charlotte Hornets guy? The uh, I don't know Hornets. what his name is, but he's I electric. I think it's Eric Collins because he does uh, he does college football sometimes too, um, okay. which I had no idea until a couple months ago. But um, he Eric Collins was just screaming his ass off. There was one point, of course, I'm not going to sit here and blow your eardrums out, but man. Eric Collins was just yelling top of his lungs after awesome. and it, it was as Carl Anthony Towns put up his last three of the first half, but as it was going up, you'd share, oh, 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 it goes in, ah, the, everybody, so everybody just lost it. So watching Charlotte Hornets games is always really fun. Cause you always kind of get to see those little moments uh, that there was even a point at the end and kind of delving away from the Carl Anthony Towns 60 here, but I'll, I'll get back to it. Uh, Leaky black ended up making two clutch free throws. And if you remember, uh, They've done this a couple times. You hear just uh, remember the oh Terry two beauties, <laughs> yes, and and you just hear uh, I love Leaky. I'm sorry, I keep screaming, but no, it was good. it was it was awesome that, that that commentator team is they just love hoop. They love hoop yeah. so much, and we need more commentator teams like that. But back to Cat very briefly. I'll touch on this. 
Um, he he only finished the second half with 18 points, which you know sounds like a lot. Because if if I see a guy get 36, I'm like, damn, he played really well. But yeah, he was getting benched in the fourth multiple times. He ended up airballing the shit out of the last uh, possible basket. Um, man, it was it was disgusting all around. Uh, you even had the coach try and say, oh, we we were trying to get him, you know, plenty of points. That we saw that Embiid had 70. I think it was at the half or yeah. at the end of the third quarter, and we tried to you know, bring up his usage and make him play more and all this stuff. And it was like, dude, it didn't work out. Like, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If you're playing a shitty team – well, I was going to say if you're playing a shitty team like the Spurs, but T-Wolves are playing a shitty team in, in Charlotte. So, if it, by all means, they should have won that game, but they just let it slip away due to individuality or, you know, personal gain, which makes zero sense. If, if you're a number one team, you cannot be that fraudulent, especially during a regular even, – even during a regular season game in January, the dog days of the NBA season. Yeah, I said it on a few episodes ago when we were talking about Western Conference contenders. Uh, I, I don't expect Minnesota to make it past the second round. I don't think they're good enough. I think no. at halftime, Anthony Edwards had zero points and like two shots, maybe, maybe one. Yep. He didn't shoot the ball. Uh, they were deferring to Cat the whole time. Scored 62 points. Incredible. Seven turnovers for Cat. Eight rebounds, two assists. Um, 10 of 14 from the free throw line. 10 of 15 from three point. Jesus. And I think he hit like all ten at the very beginning of the third quarter. Like it was, I think he hit three in the beginning of the third quarter, and then he didn't hit another one yeah, for the rest yeah, of the yeah. game. Yeah, right. right. Um, and he was twenty-one of thirty-five from from the field. Incredible game. Uh, fun stat here. Plus minus. What was it? Take a guess. Plus seventeen. Big fat zero. Goose egg. <laughs> Plus minus of zero. When you score 62 points in an plus, NBA game and you end up losing. It, plus minus is bullshit. I think it's very funny that you can score 62 points and have a plus minus though. of zero. It is, though. Um, yeah, man. Cat, most empty stats, 62 I've ever seen. Uh, Jordan would be rolling in his grave if he was dead right now. Um, mm-hmm. Man. That it was it was a weird night overall. A lot, like I said, so much shit always happens. You know, in between the time that we record, but yeah, that Monday night was just something special, man. I, I, I have nothing to compare it to. Yeah, it, it was a fun night on Monday night. Um, they, like they said, the Timberwolves were feeding the hot hand. Obviously, the Sixers were doing the same for Embiid. Embiid and the Sixers get the win. It got a little close there at the end, but yeah, yeah. When it was started getting close, they bench Cat. Like three minutes left in the fourth, he's on the bench. Yeah, yeah. It's disgusting all around. Yeah, and the Hornets announcer, when Leaky Black was at the line, he's like, he hasn't made a free throw all season. Oh, yeah, it was very fun. Sorry for the the headphones there. Um, But the Hornets announcer, if you haven't already, just go look at it on Twitter, online, YouTube, wherever you can find it. It was great. Incredible. I love Leaky. Yeah, it's very, very good. I had a tremendous time. A lot of fun there. Um, it's rivalry week in the NBA. Sure. Um, why are the Mavs and Hawks playing on national television for a rivalry week? Yeah. The Spurs, the Blazers are playing. I I don't, I don't see what's happening. You don't even have the, the Celtics Lakers playing. I mean, that does beg the question though. What are your considered, right? What do you consider rivalries in this, in this day of NBA? I mean, give me like two or three you got maybe. I, I got a handful. I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. So Lakers-Celtics, that's the uh, nostalgic rivalry that will never go away. That is is what we're going to have till the end of time. It is Auburn-Alabama. It is Texas-OU. That is is the rivalry. Right. 
Celtics Miami Heat is another one, which we're I'm getting. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. one. Phoenix and Dallas, due to recent playoff um, and yeah. regular season games, where they literally got in a fight last night. Kevin sure. Durant's a bitch. Um, yeah. Flop, generational flopper, and KD, Ooh. you're a bitch. Um, Talk to him. KD, play the song. Um, oh. I think you got that one. I, I really think we need to get Dallas Houston back on the map. They need to get Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, San Antonio. We got to get the the Texas Triangle going back up. I think you could do San Antonio OKC here in about a year. I think you could do that next year, the the Chet Limby. But then you got the proximity of the teams, Oklahoma City, San Antonio. Um, Once we get Seattle back, we'll have Seattle and Portland. That'll be fun. Um, I I like the Sacramento-Golden State one, even though they both kind of suck right now. They're not very good. But like I get that one. I get right. that one being on the list. Um, and I think Celtics 76ers, you got to throw that one up, even though Joel Embiid has said it's not a rivalry because they haven't won a game yet in the they playoffs. Or they haven't won a series. Yeah. I think that one. Um, maybe. And then why didn't we just get one flexed, Indiana and Milwaukee? Why didn't we get that one going? Uh, yeah. At this point, I mean, that with how this season has been turning out, this could be a rivalry for years to come. I mean, you, Tyrese versus Giannis, Miles Turner on Giannis getting bodied every time. There's a lot that can happen there. And uh, another kind of, speaking of Indiana, another kind of thing that I've noticed is uh, on Twitter, it's been happening for about a week now, but it's really gained traction. Uh, Buddy Heald having a burner account. Have you, have you yes. been tapped? You've been tapping into that? I've What's seen that? the screenshots. I've seen yeah, it. It's blatantly obvious. He's like, man, I just love it. I, I just love hoop. I just love Indiana Pacers hoop. I'm just like, dude, you're, you're, all your replies are just, praising buddy healed which buddy healed is a great player but it, i mean well he's a good player he's decent yeah he's good he's good um what 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 are we what are we doing here i don't i don't understand it great screen grab uh, content though i will say another rivalry i think you could do memphis new orleans yes proximity like wise. That. I, yeah. and that's of when jaw is playing obviously that's a little bit more fun zion jaw same draft right. proximity southwest division and that one would be fun uh, just out of, outside of that, I don't. I guess you do Miami, Orlando, because they're Florida teams. Yeah, yeah. But that that doesn't move the needle. That doesn't um, sound yeah, and then obviously we got Clippers, Lakers the other night. That was a fun game. Um, LeBron didn't play, but yeah, that one makes sense. But Lakers, Celtics for sure. Celtics, Miami for sure. Dallas, Phoenix because of the recency over the last three years um, of that rivalry. That one makes sense. Outside of that. You're right. There's not really a ton of like hated rivalries, but Giannis versus the Pacers would have been fun because he oh, can't yeah. stop thinking about them. <laughs> just oh, I, don't I know. need a playoff series. I need to send. I just don't. I don't get some of the rivalries that the NBA's pulled pulled up. Like, let's use yeah. some common sense. Which teams hate each other? Which players hate each other? Let's match them against each other. Well, no, well now nobody hates each other anymore because the NBA is a brotherhood, and there's. No I can tell you or... that the Mavericks and the Suns hate each other. <laughs> okay. Well, there's two teams out of thirty, so that's. You know, a fifteenth of the league, and I think Boston hates. More. I think Boston hates Miami. You think so? Cool. Yeah, I think that's yeah. more of like a a decade plus long one with LeBron and Miami. I think that one's when it yes, really started. Yes, yes and yes. It, it's kind of lived on because Miami's just been like the little brother that that pokes and prods too much and always ends up winning somehow. Um, I think I think that's a really good one that we we don't get to because it's Jimmy Butler and I don't think he likes anyone. In the he, world, yeah, I think no, he, he likes he, himself, and he just doesn't care for anyone else. It's awesome. He's, he's charging teammates twenty dollars for coffee. Remember that one, though. Yeah, in the bubble, bad, and then man. he and then he uh, said he ran out so he could do a hundred. 
they all because they had the stipends and they all came in 20s and hundreds and if you yeah. ran out of 20s he charged 100 yeah jimmy butler is awesome i love jimmy butler i know so you hate stupid. him but tom ball boy he's a, i was gonna say he's a, he's a houston kid i still don't really still don't really like him i don't know why <laughs> yeah weird, so but. rivalry week let's figure this out let's let's pick the five biggest rivalries and make sure that they're all televised mm-hmm. and that's what we roll with we don't have to have everyone be in rivalry week yeah I, there was 11 games, 20, maybe almost 20 different teams, maybe 15 different teams. Uh, I, I, these matchups just stink. Uh, you're kind of – you saw what, – what was it? Yeah, like I said, Portland and San Antonio? Yeah. That's what really threw me off. You said the Hawks were in there too. The Hawks and Mavericks are playing, and they're trying to create a rivalry between Trey Young and Luka Doncic where they don't – like no. they like each other. They they really do. They actually yeah. enjoy each other's presence. You've seen it in like the, the Rising Stars Challenge a few years yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah, like the when they, and Luca hit the half court shot on Trey, and then they both yeah. turn around and smile. Like they like each other, and there's no rivalry there. And that's on Friday. Like, no. what, what we got today? We got 76ers, Pacers, Timberwolves, Nets, Celtics, Heat. So there's the one. Nuggets and Knicks. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Knicks and Nets. That's the other one. Yeah, that's good yeah. On Big brother, little brother. Um, that that one's fine. Yeah, it's just like Kings, Warriors, just night, Bulls, Lakers. I, is there anything Friday that's like remotely interesting? Well, first of Clippers, all, the Raptors. Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets need to relocate. Uh, I don't. I, I still yeah. Don't go back to Jersey. Either go just back, go to, back Jersey to Jersey or I don't even know, man. Go go to Cincinnati, Louisville. Just get out, dude. Yeah, Louisville, Kansas City. Let's bring back one of those teams. Yeah, I don't hate that at the all. ABA and the NBA pre merger. Yeah. yeah, we could do that. Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's not it. Brooklyn's arena. Really nice. Yeah. I went back in 2019. It's a great atmosphere when they're not playing the Knicks. Because when they're playing the Knicks, it's all Knicks fans there. Oh, yeah. Spike Lee was on courtside just jumping up and down, celebrating with everybody. Yeah. That was a good game, too. They were down double digits heading into the fourth quarter, and Julius Randle kind of took over. Come home to Dallas, uh, Julius Randle, we need a bully ball. I love Um, love when the the Knicks just completely – just washed away the nets, especially because the Rockets own their picks for eternity yeah. at this point. So yeah. seeing them get into the top eight there, they're creeping up. They're creeping up, man. And that they could be sellers. They could get rid of Claxton, Denny, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. They've got some pieces that they can they could offload if they wanted to. Well, I know I they're going to keep Mikael Bridges, which yeah, yeah, yeah. you could just give them to Dallas for like a first-round pick and Rashawn Holmes and Maxi Kleeper. That would be cool. I'm just spitballing here. No, of course. I mean, Nick Claxton, please be a rocket. I love that. Uh, we got a uh, Jock Landale for you. We got mm-hmm. uh, a couple seconds. Sure. Victor Oladipo. He, you know, he can jump yeah. pretty high. Why not? Black Panther, the dunk, the 540 little dunk he did. That was pretty cool, right? He, he can still do that uh, in, in game. Sure, it's he yeah. can sing. Yeah, um, yeah. But rivalry week, NBA. Just give it over to me and Josh. Zero Gravity Podcast will take care of it for you. you. Got it. Dial it up. We'll find you five incredible games to throw on national television, TNT, ABC, ESPN. We'll mix and match. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find you five really good games and then we'll supplement it with like three okay rivalries that aren't there really, but could be, maybe. But, but we day. just the games just we just we just want to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're gonna figure that out for you. That's it. Don't worry about it. Just <laughs> hand it over. We'll take care of it next year. No gotcha. no charge to you. Um, just put our podcast platform on every broadcast and just make sure that everyone has links and everything in the description of your YouTube highlights of those games. Um, Tonight, 
Thursday night, recording this Thursday, January 25th, the all-star starters will be selected and revealed, I would believe, on TNT since it's Thursday. Uh, we'll do a little live reaction afterwards, uh, a little bit later tonight. We'll, we'll get a good reaction to the all-star starters, what we what we liked, what we didn't like, but we'll, we'll address that later to, tonight. A little bonus episode this week. A little bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Season's heating up. Trade deadline's coming. All-star game's coming. Ooh, it's going to be sick. Can't wait. It's been an eventful week in the NBA. We've had a lot of fun talking shit online. Twitter has been just a, a blessing this week for NBA Twitter. It's just it's always good oh, yeah. when it pops, you know? It's always good. Um, but, yeah, that's the episode. So this has been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast. Thank you to Big City Wings. Houston's Wing Joint, Apollo's Wing Joint for sponsoring this episode. Go check them out. They've got 13 locations in the Houston area, opening their 14th very soon. And thank you to Celebrity Mint. Go check out CelebrityMint.com. Check out their graded legal tender collectibles of Mike Tyson, Ric Flair, and more at CelebrityMint.com. And follow them on social media at the Celebrity Mint. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. Turn on the notification bell on YouTube at Apollo HOU so you never miss an episode of Zero Gravity. If you're a Rockets fan, go check out Summit State of Mind. We're still doing some football content with Play Action Takes on Apollo Media, and baseball season is coming. So hit that subscribe button on YouTube at Apollo HOU. It's been Zero Gravity, Apollo Media's NBA podcast.